Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Drinks with Dan, brought to you by the Sideline Network. I'm your host, Dan, and alongside me, I have the great Christopher LaValle. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining me today on this beautiful day outside on spring day. Did you hear it's supposed to snow tomorrow? Stop it. Stop Swear it. to God, that's, it's in the forecast, or at least northern Connecticut might get some snow. So it's going to be cold enough out there to snow. Awesome. No, I've not seen that. I haven't watched the news in I don't even know how many weeks. Just I only know because the wife told me that she may get see snow up in Thompson tomorrow. Are they calling for a snow day? Is it that bad? No, 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 no. She oh. just said that there, there might, they might get like an inch or two tomorrow. An inch or two. That could be a delay or something. She might be able to sleep in a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We're, I checked. I then looked on the weather app and it was like, it's going to be 47 with a low of 39. So I was like, yeah, no snow. Yeah, that's not snow weather. But And today it was 60 anyway. So it's not like it would stick regardless. But anyway. It's the typical New England weather where we get to put on our heat when we go to work in the morning and then put the air conditioner on in the afternoon. So Gotta love it. It was uh, windows down weather today. I got scared today too because I was driving home from work and I came off right right in front of the Coast Guard Academy and there was a cop there with an actual radar gun. And I'm like, oh, oh no. shit. Because I think right there it's like 30-something degree, uh, thirty something miles an hour and I was doing probably 50. And then I'm rolling down 32 up towards, you know, Norwich. And that same cop pulls up the car behind me. And I'm like, oh, that was close. Mm. Was it a, wait, so was it a new London cop or a state cop? I think it was a Waterford cop. It was a black car, like completely unmarked. Um, I just knew it was a cop car because I saw him with the thing out the window, the radar gun. Right. And completely blacked out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it was a car behind me pulled over. And I saw the lights on and I'm like, oh, no. And the window down. So I, I knew it was coming. But like, damn. Can, you, can you get out of it with, you know, like show like your military? So I've never, yeah. ever gotten pulled over ever. Um, really? and my wife, my wife thinks that it is because my license plates say veteran on it. And like, I have a coast guard like sticker on the back and she's like, yeah, you never got pulled over. Cause it says basically don't touch me. And I'm like, you know, you might be right. Or I just drive really well and I've never gotten pulled over. So, That's pretty impressive. I give you props for that. I mean, I don't drive like a granny either, but you know, if, it, if it's a speed limit 65, I'm doing 72, 73 cruise control. Like I don't, I don't mess with it. I don't, I don't, I know you like to go a little fast on route two there. You know, I like to, I like to break the sound barrier from time to time, but uh, no, I mean, I've, I've pretty much learned on route two that the state cops won't touch you. If you don't go over, like if you go 75, they don't care. As long as you don't pretty much touch like 78, 80, you're fine. They won't, mm-hmm. they, they just don't care. See, so. I, you know, when I worked in Hartford and drove to Griswold, that's an hour drive. And I did the math. I'm like, all right, if I'm doing 73 miles an hour versus 75 miles an hour, I'm only saving two minutes off of my ride. So is it really worth $200 ticket to go an extra two minutes home? You know? Right. Yeah, no, it's not. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, they, they just don't care. Really. They're just looking for the Massachusetts driver or the, you know, the New York driver or whatever anyway. So. That's what I was hoping for is like if he was right outside the Coast Guard Academy, he was looking for these out of state plates from the military guys. So I was like, I got a connected plate. I'm good. <laughs> so, um, but speaking about breaking rules and laws, um, you are not one to conform to many laws or rules, I should say, because we were talking about this off pod yesterday. And I said, stop this conversation immediately. We're just going to talk about it on pod. So. I'm just going to rip the bandaid off and that's what we're going to go into. So I'm going to preface this by saying that no matter, no matter what happens today, we're still going to be friends. Not going to hate you. Fine. Right. That's good. Um, that's good. I, I also, and this is not medical advice. Don't listen to this for medical advice. Um, and I, I don't think either of us are changing our opinions because, well, I think our opinions are pretty much set in stone at this point. So you and I were talking about, masks versus no masks and then it kind of spiraled into the vaccine thing and i Mm -hmm. said stop so for (laughs) those that don't know what's going on here we're in a pandemic and um there's been thoughts i guess not when was that video by fauci and uh paul ryan 
It was at least uh, Rand Paul. It was Rand at Paul, least yeah. three. I think it was two to three weeks ago. It was so it almost was, a month ago. Yeah, just about. And I'm I'm behind the times. Like I said, I haven't watched the news in weeks, so I had no idea what it was talking about. You guys, you and Austin were talking about it. A shout out Austin's face about the video, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. So I looked it up, and I'm like, all right, so I can kind of see where both of these people are coming from. But the clips that I saw, it was like cut and paste. So that way you kind of felt one way or another. I needed to watch like the whole, like, it was probably like a 20 minute video and I didn't get to see the whole conversation. Oh, so okay. maybe my, maybe my opinion was a little jaded. It was like a three minute video, probably not the full thing. I'm assuming. The full thing is I think seven and a half or eight minutes. Yeah. I watched probably like a two minute video tops. So definitely the, the, um, the, um, the manuscript of it was not entirely true. So. So you I watched saw, the Ron DeSantis sixty Minutes interview? The, the, no, no, you I didn't watched hear about that. that. No, I was I was making fun no. of how sixty Minutes completely Again, like haven't, haven't watched it. Don't know. No, what no, I was about. just I, I was just making fun of how sixty Minutes completely doctored an interview with Ron DeSantis because as soon as it went out, there was a bunch of. I'm surprised you haven't heard about this. There was nope. a bunch of people. There were even Democrats in Florida that called out sixty Minutes for doctoring the video. Like it was that bad. I mean, that really doesn't surprise me, especially with uh, the manipulation of the media in regards to damn near everything at this point. Um, Stocks, especially right now. Um, We can talk about that later, too. However, um, so I'm sorry that my joke fell flat. That was that was pretty poor timing. Again, I told you, I I, I prefaced this by saying I haven't watched the news in about three weeks. So um, anyway, we're talking about um, vaccine versus not no vaccine. I'm I'm just going to say it right out. You are against the vaccine, correct? So what is your opinion? So I'm against the vaccine for me. I don't want the, I don't need the vaccine, or at least I don't feel like I need the vaccine. I'm not against the vaccine in general. I think people who are in the age range or the, however you want to put it in the, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it in the chart of individuals who need the vaccine because they're, you know, like my parents, for instance, they went and got the vaccine. I wasn't against them getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that if you have a, an underlying medical condition or you are in that, um, that particular group that, uh, if you get COVID, you could die from it. Mm-hmm. I think you should do the vaccine by all means. I mm-hmm. just don't understand why, why somebody like myself who is healthy and is young and does not have any type of, um, underlying health condition, why I need to get a vaccine. And I just, I compare it to, for instance, like the flu vaccine. You don't have to get the flu vaccine. No one forces you to get the flu vaccine. It's, it's kind of, it's up to your own risk. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't, then you don't. And, and the fact that we've all of a sudden turned extremely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we've become extremely polarized about this this topic i think is is a it's alarming to me it, it makes me a bit concerned that it's almost like a virtuous thing if you get the vaccine you're considered a good person if you don't get the vaccine well then you're you want to kill grandma and i just think that that's terrible messaging yeah i mean i i could understand that to a point um i, I look at the big picture of things and i i understand why we need the mass vaccinations and i get your your re, your rationale um, especially with your regards to the flu vaccine, except, you know, how many cases of the flu I've seen in the ER over the last six months, flu season started October 1st, right? How many right. cases of flu have I seen this year? Zero, zero is cases that, of the flu. But and is now. that because of COVID though? Is that because people who would have had the flu were diagnosed with COVID? Nope. That's because the masks are preventing COVID or preventing the flu. The masks are preventing the flu. So the flu is um, primarily spread by droplets, which are, um, think of like sneezing, coughing, things like that. You're coughing up water. The masks are filtering out that water because water is a big molecule um, in the grand scheme of things. So if you can't get it out, then it's not spreading. So the masks have actually dropped the flu dramatically. And if you were to get the flu, it's a lot harder to spread because you're wearing a mask. So the masks are really working for the flu. But could it also just be because everybody's been quarantining too, though, aside from the Um, masks? Potentially. And I would say that might have been the case up until like March. 
And then I feel like once March hit, people said, fuck it, I'm over. It's been a year. Like, I'm going back to normal. I mean, we've gone to the casino. We've gone out to dinner. You know, we, we're starting to act more normal. So, and but we're wearing our masks, social distancing, and cleaning. So I feel like for regards to the flu, the mask is really helping. Like, if we keep doing that, we wouldn't need to have flu shot every year. So, well, um, I'm not, I'm not anti-mask. Like, I and I don't, I don't know if that if that came across when you and I were going back and forth yesterday in the text message. I'm not anti-mask. Like, if, I think if if people feel comfortable, like for instance, I mean, I don't make people come to my house and wear a mask. I don't, I mm-hmm. just don't do that. But as I've said on Richo and Lala, because Rich and I have gone back and forth about this, I've said, look, if I go to an establishment, go to a business, go to a restaurant, whatever it may be, and they ask you to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. I'm not, I'm not an asshole about it. I'm entering your establishment, just like you're entering my house. If I tell you, you don't have to wear a mask, you don't have to wear a mask. If you want to, for your own you know, comfort or whatever, that's totally fine with me. I don't care. Like I'm not, I'm not going to beat you down because you feel comfortable wearing a mask so i i just want to make that perfectly clear like i'm not against wearing masks i'm just against the messaging that i feel like has been pushed out there in regards to masks in certain aspects linked to the vaccine that's that's where i'm i've been pushing back sure i mean i i did get a little off topic because i i mentioned the flu virus and not covid in regards to the mask and like i said the mask is doing wonders for the flu because it's a bigger molecule now with that being said covid is a lot smaller molecule that's why you have to wear the n95 and not a surgical mask because um it'll help filter out these smaller molecules so um in regards to the cloth masks and covid is it really helping sure it's it's definitely not hurting um but you can't control you can't attribute the mask wearing to strictly covid so i just wanted to make that clear um, cause I don't want to, I want you to think I put words or I don't want you to, um, you know, get, get that confused at all. Um, so in regard to the vaccine, you said you're not pro mask or anti-mask. And then you said that, you know, uh, did you say specifically on, on this pod, I want to make sure everybody knows your, your stance on the vaccine too. So, so as far as the vaccine, I think we started with that, but I'll, I'll repeat myself. I don't care. Um, I'm. I'm not interested in getting the vaccine for myself because I don't think I need it. Okay. But I'm not anti-vaccine for other people. Um, like I said, if you're- Yeah, that's that, right. You did say that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, sorry. Um, so, for that, I say I understand where you're coming from and I respect that. But that's if everybody said that, that was like you and me if I didn't get it because I already got the vaccine, both of them. Um and if that was to, the case, though. I know. Mm-mm. Nope, it was not mandatory. It's still not mandatory. It's not mandatory for medical people to get it? Nope. I thought it was. It is not mandatory. 100% not mandatory. It is elective only. Um, and the last uh, stat that I saw, it was about 70% of medical professionals have gotten the vaccine. Um, the 30% have elected not to for reasons, um, varying reasons. I know personally, a lot of females have not gotten it because they're like, Oh, I might have a kid and I don't know what this is going to do to my offspring. And that's basically the biggest reason that I've heard. I haven't really heard many other um, medical professionals give a different reason um, to not get it. But um, if you want to achieve herd immunity, we're going to need people like you to get it because if everybody between the ages of 16 and 30 didn't get it, we're never going to achieve herd immunity to end this virus. And I, I talked about it yesterday a little bit on our text about polio and how we don't see polio anymore because we achieved herd immunity for it and mm-hmm. the virus died off. If we want that to happen for this virus, then we need to have people like you to get the, the vaccine to end the COVID virus. Okay. So, so as far as that goes, Part of the reason why I'm anti getting the vaccination for myself is because I sit back and I say, what's the point? Because according to the great and powerful Anthony Fauci, even if I and everybody else in my family gets the vaccine, we're still supposed to wear masks around each other. That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make sense. And that's where I get pissy. And I, I start getting angry because I'm like, you are, you're sending out mixed messages because either the vaccine works or it doesn't. If the vaccine works, we should be able to go back to normal. If so it doesn't it, work, yeah. 
then I understand why you want us to keep wearing masks, but you can't have it both ways. So as it stands from the late great or still great Anthony Fauci, um, he's not dead yet, so he's not late, but um, the, the latest statement that I saw said that if you are fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear your masks around people that are also fully vaccinated because um, both Pfizer and Moderna are both 95% effective. And if you're 95% effective and um, the people that you're with are 95% effective, the chances of somebody getting sick are very, very low or getting transmitting it is very, very low. Sort of like protection with, um, with protection. If you're wearing a condom and the girl you're with is uh, on birth control and they're both 99% effective, then the chances of you becoming pregnant are very, very slim. Can it still happen? Absolutely. But probability says it won't. So that's why they want you to wear the mask or that's why they want you to not wear the mask if everybody's been fully vaccinated. Um, but, you know, you, you said the other day, oh, Fauci got both of his vaccines and he's still wearing a mask. And I said, well, yeah, because it's it's image. Like, how can how can it, it be like rules for me, but or rules for thee, but not for me? So but I, I, but how TV, so, though? So, so he's for me, on TV but, saying that, you know, you should wear a mask, but he's not <clears> set a piss poor example, like, hey, you know, but that's where the mismessaging, I think, comes into play because so he works at the he, he's, he's in the White House when the when he's doing a lot of these press conferences. Sure. Everybody in the White House has been has been given the vaccine. So who the hell are you? Who, who are you protecting? You, you don't but has uh, everybody gotten the vaccine in the White House because it's not mandated still. It's federally not mandated. It is still they can't mandate it because it's still under an emergency use authorization, EAU still. So um, when you go to get the vaccine, you have to sign a paper saying that you realize this is um, under an emergency use authorization and it has not been 100 um, percent proven to be effective. And the side effects are not 100 percent known. Hence the Johnson Johnson issue, which we can talk about later. I'm willing so. to bet the fact that Joe Biden, if he smells Corona, will die. They have probably <laughs> made everybody around him who's in contact with him get the vaccine. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. So that's why that, I'm saying that may like, be true. If, you know, if you're in the the if you're in the vicinity of the White House, you're probably you've probably gotten the vaccine. Like, be realistic about it. So again, that's where I say the mixed messaging comes into play here, especially like first it was from Fauci, don't wear a mask. Then it was wear a mask. And then after people started getting the vaccine, all of a sudden it was, well, now you should double mask. Well, why? Why am I now double masking? You've, it would be one thing if he had said to double mask six months ago before the vaccine was coming out. But now all of a sudden it's, well, you're getting the vaccine, but you should still double mask anyway. Well, again, why, why are we it, it's almost like the rules are changing. The goalposts are moving when we should be pushing out positive messaging about the vaccine, about the fact that COVID cases are dropping all over the country, that we're not seeing a surge. Positive messaging would do wonders for people like myself, who every, you, want, you want people like me who are healthy and who are in the, an age group that isn't or in a bracket that isn't compromised, immune compromised. You want us to get a, you want us to get the the vaccine, but yet you've got all the the quote unquote experts out there in the media saying, well, even if you go get it, you still have to, you should still quarantine, you should still not see grandma, you should still stay in your little bubble. Well, then why the hell am I going to? If I have to continue to quarantine anyway, what the hell is the point of me getting the vaccine? If you don't want me to leave my house and go see other people, go to restaurants, go to the casino, whatever it may be, because. I, you know, I could still get it possibly, even though I have the vaccine or whatever, or I could carry it or whatever it may be. Again, why am I going out? Why am I doing it? it just, th that's where I, I push back immediately and say, well, this doesn't make any sense. Why am I risking myself to get a vaccine that hasn't been fully tested 150% that they're, they're clearly their side effects. We're seeing that with, with certain vaccines affecting certain people like the Johnson and Johnson one, for instance. So again, that that's where that's why I keep saying like that's where I start getting frustrated because I feel like there is no straight I'm not getting a straight answer from anybody. I'll try to give it to you as straight as I can. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I'm not Dr. Fauci. I'm not old. I'm not running eight miles a day like I used to. So you know he's got that for him, which is great. But um, so you should still wear a mask after you receive the second vaccine until you are your immune system has built up. Once you get the vaccine, 
your your immune system doesn't automatically say, all right, I'm, I'm protected. It takes time. No, to I know, I know you got to right? do like 14 days, right? Minimum. Yeah. It take, I mean, it's like 10 to 14, but we'll, we'll say two weeks, you know? So yes, you should still quarantine for the two weeks and you should still wear the mask around people until you have the full vaccine after the second dose, if you're getting Moderna and Pfizer. Um, so that's, that's the whole rationale behind that as well as, um, so say you're vaccinated and I made this analogy and I'll, I'll make it again for people that haven't heard this yet. Um, so say you are one of those people on dirty jobs that goes and dives into septic pools and you're covered head to toe in complete feces. And I go to give you a hug, you know, you're, I'm, my body perfectly is fine because I'm protected, but I'm still carrying the shit on me. So if I carry the shit on me, but I'm protected because I'm wearing my fucking scuba gear and I give you a hug, you're going to be covered in fucking shit. But if you have your scuba gear on and I give you a hug, you're not covered in shit. You're still completely clean, you know? So that's, that's the whole rationale behind um, how immunity could work. And that's why you should still wear your mask, uh, you know, until you're fully vaccinated. And once you're fully vaccinated, that's when Fauci said like, Hey, you're fully vaccinated. You guys can give each other, you know, hand jobs all day and you guys are good. So when did you say that though? Cause the last time I heard him on CNN, he was talking about how, even if you're fully vaccinated, even if your, your grand, your parents are fully vaccinated, you guys should still not be gathering. This like was, he was talking this was about while how, still watching the news. So this had to be at least three or four weeks ago. Because I think he made the comment about his kids or grandkids and how he, he can't wait to give them a hug Kids should still have to wear masks. Um, so kids do because kids can't get the vaccine. So um, Pfizer has just tried to um, get it approved for 16-year-olds. Um, so that is the lowest age group that could possibly get it. So five and six-year-olds can still spread this shit around. So that's why they want your kids to wear masks still. Right. But where's the, where's the science though, that says that, because originally the science had said that kids can't pass the virus to adults. They could pass it amongst themselves, but that, that kids couldn't pass it along to the, to the adults. So if your kids can't pass along to the adults, then why is Fauci saying that the kids should still be wearing masks around grandma? That's where, that's what doesn't make any sense to me. That's why I'm sitting back and going that, that doesn't make any sense either. To me, that doesn't make sense either. But it doesn't make sense for another reason. I don't understand why kids can't transmit that to adults. That to me doesn't make sense. It's the it's the same virus, so I don't understand why kids wouldn't be able to transmit it to adults. So um, for that, that is the reason I don't think it makes sense because it's not a different virus. It's not like it's it affects just the kids or whatever, like some other conditions did back in the day before we got rid of them, like you know whooping cough. It affects kids primarily, not adults, but. This seems to affect adults and not kids. I don't, I don't know. That to me doesn't make sense. So that's, that's why I think they should still wear masks. But again, I'm not an immunologist. I had one semester of immunology in, in my first undergrad degree. So I am the last person that should be talking about this. Um, but yeah, um, as for the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, we can, you mentioned that. Um, and I'll just briefly talk about that. There has been a couple studies that have not linked it yet, but it could be. I mean, the evidence is clear, just like, you know, the evidence doesn't say that Deshaun Watson, you know, was nutting on all these women. However, it's probably accurate that he did. Um, and the, the same is kind of true right now with the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Um, but it looks like it affected um, six women between the ages of 18 and 46 or something that made them have a clotting disorder that maybe made them have brain issues or something and one did die um so thank god you're not a woman between the age of 18 and 46 um so um the jury's still out on that they did put a pause on it for the next week to do some uh, investigation on it um that was per the state today i got an email from them saying that they were going to pause that vaccine until more research has been done but that's kind of the long story behind johnson johnson right now right yeah. So, I mean, so, you know, at, at the end of the day, look, I mean, and I, and I get it. I could sound completely ignorant about this and I'm okay with that. I'm not a medical expert. I just go off of, again, I go off of what I read and what I hear. And when mm-hmm. I keep hearing mixed messages, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, you know, and then I just, when Fauci makes comments and he's done it in the past um, about, 
questioning how true, truly durable the vaccine is, that's where I, again, I, I sit back and I go, okay, you're questioning the durability of the vaccine. You're saying that we don't know, you know, I, and obviously no one knows, no one knows if this vaccine is going to work or not, but why aren't you being positive? Why aren't you trying to push out a positive message? Because you're undermining your case of people going to get the vaccine. And that, I guess, again, is where my hesitancy lies. Because either you're being truthful, which I would prefer you to be. So like if Fauci's being truthful and he's like, look, you know, I'm not sure if this vaccine is going to work. Right. Or these vaccines are going to work. Okay, that's fine. And, and I'm okay with that. But you're telling us that you don't think the vaccines are going to work in one hand, but then on the other hand, you're telling everybody to go get it. Well, why am I going to go get something that you don't think is going to work? So again, something that's, and it's just all mixed messaging. So either you're, you're confident or you believe that everyone should get the vaccine because you think everyone will get herd immunity. If as long as everyone gets the vaccine or the majority of Americans get the vaccine, what was it like 70%, 70% of the, yeah, uh, 70 of the country gets, gets the vaccine, then we should hit herd immunity and be fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. Or you don't really trust the vaccine yet because it hasn't gone through enough trials. They kind of push this thing out very, very quickly. And you're questioning the durability of the vaccine. That is why you're still telling everybody to wear masks. Even if you get the vaccine, and even if you're around other people who got the vaccine. So again, that's why I'm saying like, pick a lane. I don't care what lane you pick, but pick a lane. And if you're going to pick the negative lane, you're going to go down to negative town. Then keep that messaging negative. Don't go. I don't trust the durability of the vaccine, but go get it. You should go get the vaccine though. Anyway, well, why the hell do I want to put something in my body, a foreign substance into my body? If you're telling me that it may not do anything and it could do harm rather than good. You, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, again, as somebody who isn't in the medical field, that kind of crap, that kind of talk is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to hear. Sure. I mean, I, I get it to a point. And then I think about people like, um, so I don't know. I'm going to ask it anyway. You go to the gym fairly yep. frequently. Do you use protein powder, protein shakes, anything like that? Yeah. So you put a foreign body into your system that maybe does something and maybe does not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do my research on it and I read up on it. Sure. <laughs> cause you know, sure. it could be something similar. Like you don't know exactly what's in the protein powder, but you use it cause you think it helps you. Um, I mean, clearly it probably does since you're ripped to shreds, but Thank you know, you. maybe it doesn't. That. And you don't need the Like maybe you don't need the protein powder and oh, yeah, it could completely be good. a placebo effect. A hundred percent. Right. You know? So, I mean, to, to me that it could be that, um, and, and then to your statement, like, so Connecticut is doing very, very well with the COVID vaccine both putting it out to in sh people, shots in arms as well as the actual COVID numbers. Um, I just pulled it up today, just now. Um, the state infectivity in the last 24 hours is 3.7%. Um, I remember in the height of COVID, you know, last April, it was like over 12%. I think New London County had the highest um, percentage for a while. Um, and I'm looking at the total numbers that are inpatient right now in the hospital at 36. And that was over 300 back in the day. So a lot of people are doing a lot better. Um, so, I mean, the treatments have gotten better. We're smarter. We know what to do. We know how to start things early. Um, we figured out when to two people, when not to two people. And, you know, people seem to be recovering um, better. We, but we also don't know the long-term effects of this virus. We don't know what's going to happen if people have COVID toes or if people are going to have lung issues later or if, you know, your offspring is going to have some issue later down the road. We, we just don't know. So there's a lot of unknowns with this. And you mentioned that about the vaccine. So we don't know if it's going to last. We don't know if you need another one. There's a lot of things we don't know, but I don't... I think doing nothing is worse than trying to do something. I mean, it seems to me like you'd, you'd almost rather do nothing and say, mm, well, we tried to do nothing and it didn't work. So we're going to keep doing nothing. No, I'm, what I'm saying is, again, it's not about not doing anything. It's about, it's about the messaging. It's about the way that our politicians and our leaders, and I put that very dramatically by saying leaders, are telling us <laughs> what to do and how to do it. But again, their messaging doesn't make sense. Again, like for instance, you had um, our vice president now who, when Trump was in office, was saying, I will not go get that vaccine as long as Donald Trump is president. 
as if Trump was controlling how the vaccine was being created. Like right. he was sitting there in the lab fucking yeah, up like vials. beakers yep. and shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she gets in the office and she's like, oh, go get the vaccine. And it's like, well, well, wait a minute. Like what, what changed? What now? Cause you're in office. You want the numbers to look good. So now we should go get the vaccine. Like that kind of crap, like the, the politicization of the whole thing, that kind of crap, that stuff, while it may not concern a lot of people, it concerns me because now I'm sitting back and I'm going, well, what, what, what's different? Is it just politics or is there something that's actually underlining that you're not telling the public? I mean, yeah, you know? I, I understand that, but I feel like everything, absolutely everything these days are so politicized. I mean, you can't even go on Facebook without people bitching about something or um, police shootings or whatever. Everything is, everything is politicized these days. Um, that is so, accurate. hundred percent. Like literally wrong. everything. I mean, I can't, I can't even go get a, a black table without somebody saying, why is it going to be black? You know, like <laughs> it, it's, it's that kind of stuff these days. So, I mean, I, I get it. And I, I get the frustration that you have about the mixed messaging. I mean, and, and I feel like they're trying to walk, and this is just Dan Coleman talking, not Merce Dan, but I feel like they're trying to not pr make this into propaganda and try to make this as not informal, but to push it without pushing it as they can. Um, I think that once the EUA is lifted, this is again, just Dan Coleman talking, once the EUA is lifted, um, that once it becomes approved, they're going to start forcing people to get it. Like the military are going to be forced to get it just like their flu shot. If a military member doesn't get the flu shot, they're not in the military anymore. And this is going to be the same thing. Um, if you want to go to school, you're going to have to get the COVID shot and it's going to be the same thing. Um, so I, I think that's going to be coming down the line in the next mm, probably six months once we know you're the long-term like, effects. You're saying like colleges and stuff like that? I mean, we're already seeing it now um, with some colleges saying, hey, if you right. want to attend in the fall, you have to get it. Um, and, and I think, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I think legally they probably could because they do it for other things, you know, hepatitis or um, other conditions that you have to get the vaccine for. Um, well, M's so. brother-in-law, I mean, excuse me, not brother-in-law, M's brother had to get it. Like they, the military told, I mean, cause he's in the reserves. They told him he had to go get it. All right. Um, so he ended up is, getting the, the Johnson and Johnson one actually. So Ironically. that is not accurate because, well, it, it's not accurate, but it is. So the military cannot force you to get it, but they can say, Hey, if you want to, um, if you want to go do X, Y, and Z, you have to get it to do X, Y, or Z. So that is how they're kind of pushing it on people that are hesitant as to getting it. So, but I guarantee that they will be forcing. We're it. not forcing you to get it, but you can't do but your job are. unless you get it. Right. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty, they're pretty much strong arming you into doing it that way. Um, and, and they've been, they've been like that for a while. Um, so I'm assuming then giving, given how, you know, your take on this, I'm, I'm assuming you're pro um, vaccine passports. Um, I think I'm not, I'm not really pro it or against it. I don't really give a shit either way. Like if I want to, if it means I can go see my family in Florida, like the in-laws, then yeah, here's my piece of paper saying I got it. I don't really care. Um, I don't think that this is some Hitler-esque way of showing, like somebody made that comparison online on Facebook, like, oh, Hitler made us do it. So we, it's a, it's a brand. So you have to show it. Like, I don't, I don't, that's, that's wrong. Well, I just I sit back and I wonder if Trump was in office though, and this was Trump's idea. Do you think the do you think the media would be okay with it? And I'm being serious. Why, why you got to be politicizing this, man? I'm politicizing. <laughs> I'm politicizing this because I it I do think it matters. This this particular topic, I think it matters because think about think about how everyone talked about how Trump was Hitler and he was he was fascist, sure. he was a dictator, all this yep. stuff. If he ever came out. If he had one reelection and he came out and he said, all right, guys, look, this is what we're doing. We're going to make passports. They're going to be the greatest passports of all time, but you're <laughs> going to have to get vaccine passports in order to do anything in this country. Do you really think the media would be okay with it? I mean, seriously. I mean, honestly, no, that everybody would flip out about it, but everybody flips out about everything. So I don't, I don't really know. Like cruise ships are doing it. And I, I totally understand why cruise ships are doing it. You're in a confined space for a prolonged period of time. Okay, you're in a test yeah, no, I get that. Like I, to me, that totally makes sense. Um, 
and they're going to have, you know, COVID free cruises. You know, we don't want to see an outbreak on cruises. We already see it with like, you know, GI bugs and how devastating it is to a cruise line on the GI bug. So that, that to me makes a lot of sense, but then how can you do that and not do it on planes? And then if you have to do on planes, then you have to do it to travel. Like if you're in a car and you're interstate traveling, no, that, you're not going to have to show a freaking passport when you get pulled over by the cops for doing 50 and a third. Like, I don't think that's going to be the case, but if you want to go do, if you want, like, I wanted to go overseas last year and that got canceled. Like if I want to go to freaking Europe, I guarantee I'm going to have to show a passport. And I'm okay with it because I'm vaccinated, whatever. Um, well, like I so, saw, I saw that uh, Buffalo had announced that if you want to go to a Bills game in the fall, you have to have you have to show that you you are vaccinated. So I'm I'm thinking that this is going to be something because but the Biden administration came out, I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago, and they pretty much said that they're not going to do this. They're not going to do vaccine passport probably because they can't. It's not. It's probably not constitutional. Yeah, they so probably they, talked to some lawyers and said, yeah, this is not good. Yeah, but. What I think doesn't mean individuals can't, you know, well, what I'm saying is what I think they're doing underhandedly is they're going to corporations and saying, Hey, like, you know, you want tax break, you want this, you want that you guys need to force people if they want to go into your sporting events, go to concerts, go to whatever it may be, that's in a confined space, they need to prove that they're, you know, they've, they've had, I mean, and, and you're probably right. I mean, I think about you know, the federal government, they could not mandate a federal 21 or older drinking law. Like they wanted it. So you could not be under 21 and drink. So the reason that the, the way they got around that was they said, Hey, if you want money for federal highways, you have to make the, um, the federal, the drinking age in your state 21 and every state made the federal drinking age right. tw- or the national drinking age 21. So that's how that happened. And that's basically what they're doing with the military. They're strong arming people. Like if you want to do something, you have to do X, Y, and Z. And that's how they get it done. Um, and, and that's how they do it legally. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if like, I don't think that they're going to do it, but, um, it, it's like going to a, a shirt or going to a, a store. If I'm not wearing a shirt, they're going to kick me out. Like I have to wear a shirt in a store. There no shirt, no shoes, no service. Like, are you going to not go to a store because they say, Oh, you can't, you can't wear that. You know, if you wanted to go to Mohegan sun and go have a guy's night and you wanted to go street probably isn't a good idea you know like they have like every entity private entity has their own rules and regulations and you'll be trespassing so like if the bills want to do it good on the bills and if you don't want to go to a game sit on the couch i mean if, if it doesn't affect you it doesn't affect you so good for them i mean i don't want to go i'm not going to a bills games so i don't really care but if the cowboys are in town i'll go and i'll show my passport right okay I mean, so, so what, what would you do if you were trying to go to Ireland again and you had to show a vaccine passport? Would you go get a vaccine? Or would you say, no, we're going to somewhere else. We're going to North Korea instead. I mean, I do like Kim Jong-un. He, he looks like a really, really <laughs> nice man. Um, <laughs> um, that's a, that's a, that's a fair question. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm again, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not anti, like, I'm not an anti-vaccine. Like I have my, my, my child is getting all of his vaccines. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I am just, I am nervous about getting this vaccine. That's, I mean, I I think that that, so to answer your question, would I do it right now? No, I wouldn't do it right now because I'm not comfortable getting the vaccine. If I'm comfortable in the future, then obviously, yeah, like this conversation is kind of moot at that point because sure. I have the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but I think there's and a lot some of countries people, do require or will require it if they haven't. Already, right. You know? Absolutely. Well, I, I honestly think it's going to be part of the uh, I think if you want to travel anywhere on an airplane, you're going to have to get a vaccine. I, I do believe that that is that is probably six months, if not sooner down the road where you're going to sure. especially especially by a holiday time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably yeah. going to be a, a mandate that you're going to have to have a vaccine in order to travel. Mm-hmm. My whole, the whole reason why I'm, I wanted to talk about this and bring up my perspective is because I know there's a lot of people who think similarly that I, that, um, similarly as I do when it comes yeah. to this yeah. that are in my age group. So that's the whole reason why I'm bringing it up. Like, I'm not doing it just to be devil's advocate. I'm not doing it just to be a pain in the ass. I, I do have questions. I do have concerns. Um, like, I, for instance, like, I don't want M to get it because, for one, because of her epilepsy, because sure. we don't know how that's going to counteract. And also because she's breastfeeding. Right. I mean, we don't, we, we don't know, know if it can be passed. Sure. Sure. Right. So that's where I get concerned too, though, with the passport aspect, because let's say I get the vaccine. We want to go to, we want to go to Ireland. 
but she's not going to get the she's not going to get the vaccine be, for those reasons. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, she can't go because mm-hmm. she doesn't have she doesn't have vaccine. Like that's where I think that's where it becomes kind of a slippery slope, because there are going to be people out there who, for medical reasons, are advised by doctors do not get this vaccine because we have not there hasn't been enough tests done to sure. ensure that you will be safe if you do get it. So then where does the vaccine passport come into play on that? So now those people are being punished because they're not medically cleared to get a vaccine. Do you get where I'm going with that? Sure. Um, and and like we were talking earlier, we've mentioned the herd immunity. Like once we get herd immunity and the numbers drop for the world, like it's going to be a moot point as well because it's not going to be around to to catch potentially. So if you, you know, if you want to go to Ireland, maybe you're going to have to wait five, 10 years until, you know, the herd immunity takes effect because other countries like Israel are making everybody get it. You know, you don't have a choice. So if other countries do that, we achieve herd immunity worldwide, then, you know, maybe you can go to Ireland and you won't have to show a vaccine card, but probably for the next five or 10 years, you might have to, I, I don't know. I'm just above my pay grade. I don't, I don't know. That's so, fair. Um, but um, I'm glad we talked about this. Um, I don't think we changed anybody's opinion. I already got my vaccine in December and I'm still alive. 5G reception has been really shitty. Um, Bill Gates has yet to give me any money. Um, so if you're looking for well, that's that. Bill Gates is a bum, but. Yeah, yeah I got nothing. Um, but is there anything else you'll talk about on that subject? Otherwise, I'm going to close the vaccine this thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. I do. I do want to talk a political question with you eventually. But Answer. You know, go. We can get to that later. Oh, okay. What did you think? What do you think of the Georgia voting law? Or the vo- Georgia voting bill and the reaction to it? Well, I'll be quite honest. I didn't read the Georgia bo- voting bill, so I don't. Well, that's really good. Know. Neither did the media, so don't worry about it. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I have my opinion of it is going to be what I've read in the one or two headline subjects that I've seen, and you know that's not doing due diligence to talk specifically about that. Um, so that's probably the, my politically correct answer. Um, I feel like people are freaking out about there are country there are country there are states that have more strict laws right now. So why is Georgia the big deal? Is it because they flipped the election and now people are freaking out about it that they are not going to be able to flip the election again? Like I, I don't know. I, I'm asking. I have no idea. I just want to. My my biggest issue with this, and I agree, you're 100 percent right. By the way, the, the fact that Major League Baseball too, by the way, moves their All Star game from Atlanta to Colorado or to Denver when Colorado has stricter voter mm-hmm. ID laws and everything, then Georgia is just, it shows how ignorant people are. Anyway. And you should hear the full story of that on your podcast uh, yeah, last you week or two weeks ago. Last um, week. this past, last right, week, yeah. Will, yeah. Last week right now, it, it will be two weeks on Friday, but um, where the hell was I going with this? Shit. I totally lost my train of thought, but thank Baseball. you for plugging my podcast, by the way, you got me, got me completely <laughs> off track. Um, the, uh, the Georgia voting laws. Versus yeah. It was about the Georgia voting. Oh, it, I, I need somebody to explain to me. Maybe you can because you, you're a smarter man than me. Mm-mm. How is it that requesting voter ID is racist? I mean, if you're it, it, the way I look at it is if you're doing due diligence and you want to make sure you're doing it 100% correctly, you should have some sort of piece of paper saying, like, I am who I am, who I say I am. And that is that. Like, if you want to do, um, like, I, 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 on top of that, I am also okay with 100% voting by mail or, um, something along those lines voting online even i don't maybe not because people are going to say russia hacked it or something so maybe not that but um you know i'm all for 100 vote by mail i don't think that you know and i also and we talked about those off podcast i also think that that day should be a holiday if you're not going to do 100 vote by mail that people should have the day off from work it should be like fourth of july you go and you you have a barbecue in the middle of november or whatever and you go and you do your voting and you have the day off and you enjoy it it you should know, be a national that, holiday. I've said that for years. And it should be. So um, that would also help with the, the voting. But um, the voter ID thing, I mean, you get pulled over, you have to show ID. You get, um, I don't know, you need to go to the doctor, you have to show ID. Like, what is the difference between going to the DMV and going to go vote? Like, you're still going to have to show proof of ID. I think it, it's pretty difficult to go to the DMV. You have to show a bill of where you live, you know, like you have to show your social security number, you know, it's ridiculous to go to the DMV. So what is the difference here? I I don't get it. Okay, cool. I was making sure I wasn't, I wasn't alone on that. I just, I've never understood why there are so many people out there who make the comment that, 
you know, requesting somebody to show ID or if it's vote by mail, particularly in Georgia. And again, I just know this. I know this because I talked about it last week mm-hmm. um, that if you what they did was they got rid of the signature verification, which a lot of states have done. I mean, Georgia's not alone in that. And what they said was they gave you you have six different options to mail in with your ballot. So it could be the last four of your social your driver's license, your state ID, whatever you have, if you, you know, um, a piece of mail, like you said, like going to the DMV, like some sort of bill or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were two other ones that I can't think of, but it, it's one of those things where I sat back and I went, so you have six different ways to, to verify who you are, to verify who you are when you vote by mail. And mm-hmm. somehow that's considered racist. I, I just don't, it, to me, I find that to be a very, I don't want to say ignorant again, but it is. It's a very ignorant and, and kind of nasty way of, of almost diminishing people of color in this country, of thinking that they can't, they don't have the agency to go and do what they need to do in order to be able to vote. And I, I kind of understand if it was just like, hey, they need to show a cell phone bill. Well, not everybody can afford a cell phone. So yeah, right. that would make no sense. But there are if there are other ways of doing it. Like I said, I haven't read the bill. I don't know what's in it because honestly, it doesn't affect me because I don't live in Georgia. So I don't really care. Um, but you know, if, if, you know, and it, that would be discriminatory if you had, if you said you had to have a cell phone bill from Verizon wireless, well, guess what? Right. You and me are both out because we have AT&T. So yes, that is discriminatory, you know? So, and I know, I know you don't like Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> I know you don't. He was on, which actually I do. I'm going to follow up with, with what I say. And I'm going to ask you to explain to me why you don't like him. Um, he was on, he was on Rogan uh, a couple of weeks ago and he, even, oh, I don't he like him either, but. You don't like Joe Rogan anymore? <laughs> no, I never did. Never liked him. Oh my God, no. Anyway, you don't continue. like Joe Rogan? I no, never knew anyway. that either. Oh my God, my nope. mind is blown. We've got a whole nother topic to talk about. Okay. Yep. Anyway, he had made the comment that he thinks that it should be within, you know, obviously it's a state thing. He said this shouldn't be a federal government thing, but every state should have the should have some sort of um, program in place where everyone can at least get a state ID. Like create a program so everyone has at least an ID, some sort of ID. It doesn't obviously not a driver's license, but for for those who don't drive and for those who can't drive or for whatever reason, that there should be a program set up so everyone has some sort of form of ID. Because well, he said, isn't it, that it, the point of the real ID program? I'm, a, I'm asking, isn't that the point of the real ID I, where you I have to have a little so. star on your ID that says like you had to prove more than one way as to who you are? I, I assume so. I, I thought I, that again, was I, I thought that was already a thing. I don't know. I, I guess, I guess his point was that if, if I think his point was he was put, cause he was pushing back against the narrative about it being racist. And he said, if you believe that it's racist, then you should, then there should be a program put into place right now. He's like, you have a Democrat majority in both Congress and the Senate. You should put something in place that is some sort of program to help those who you believe are being marginalized in, in the like that are being, um, what's the, what, what, are, what do they always say? They're being, um, suppressed in their vote to give them the opportunity to get a, get an ID. And then you have nothing to worry about at that point because everybody has an ID. So I just, you know, I, I, and I agree with that. I think that, that, that if that's the issue, if that really is the big issue here, then create a freaking program, make it a national program, make it free for people who aren't getting a driver's license, who just need some sort of identification, make it happen. And then you don't have to worry about voter ID laws because everyone will have an ID at that point. Case closed. And you move on. I mean, yeah, I, I guess that would make sense. I don't, I don't know. I thought this was already a thing. Like, I thought this was the real ID because, like, I think Pennsylvania is, like, one of the last states that don't have the real ID. Like, if you're from Pennsylvania and you try traveling overseas, you have to bring a second form of identification because Pennsylvania doesn't check your social security or something like in the last 10 years, I know you, you and I both have had to do it. We probably don't remember it, but you yeah, had to bring like a yellow second, star thing. Yeah. You had to license? bring a second yeah. form of ID back in the day when they were first rolling this program out um, yep. for TSA and all of that. So we just did it and, you know, we didn't think anything of it. So, um, that, that yeah, that's actually, thing. I had to get it when I went to Ireland, I had to make sure that I had that on my, on my driver's right. license. Cause that's a, it. Yep. That's how they verified, you know, more than it's like when you go to a job, you have to bring a license and your passport or a license and your social security card for your I-9. It's right. the same shit. It's it's double verifying who you are. And, you know, you know, it's it, rightfully so. And maybe maybe that, you know, somebody who's living on the street doesn't have their social security card handy, but there are ways to get one. So I don't know. 
Why don't you like Joe Rogan? This is this is unreal. I did Joe Rogan. I find him narcissist, man. Oh my god, I I can't like he has a three hour long podcast once a week. Like holy god, dude! I don't have the time to listen to you rant for three hours and smoke weed and talk about whatever to whoever. Like good for you to get these people on, but I don't know. Like he just drowns on and on and on. Like yeah, he'll have some good people on there, but even like. I was a Bernie fan. I couldn't even listen to Bernie Sanders on there for the hour that he was on there because I couldn't stand the guy that much. It's like it's like making somebody that watched Fox News watch CNN. Like it was awful. Like I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. Like I'll watch bits and pieces of like something on YouTube or whatever, but ten minutes is my max with Joe Rogan. Um, okay, I, 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 I just I just don't I'm, like him. Like, and then for Dan Crenshaw, I don't oh yeah, trust yeah, him which, as which, far which, as I can throw him, I, I, wait, I you, can't. I don't trust well, him as far as I can throw him. Like, okay. He's a typical politician. Like I love that he was a seal and he was, he did X, Y, and Z for our country. And you know, he lost his eye in battle and, you know, total respect for that. Like I totally get it. But at some point, you know, I think you're bought out by um, big name companies, you know, NRA is probably throwing money at him all sort left and right to, you know, get on views or whatever else, like, you know, just like AOC don't trust her as far as I can throw her either. You know, like, you know, she, she like i told you off pod like they're the same person in their own their own realm you know the you know for liberals everybody's like oh aoc and for republicans everybody's like oh it's it's crenshaw they're like the leaders of their little pack um i just don't like either of them like i'm i'm a very moderate person and both of them are too conservative too liberal for me like i just in one ear out the other nod my head shake my head yes ma'am no sir don't care so what you're saying is tulsi gabbard's the answer that's what you're saying I wouldn't say no. She ended up at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, um, yeah, I mean, I was a Tulsi fan. Like you were the one that turned me on to her um, because I didn't know who she was because nobody was freaking talking about her. And I'm like, why is nobody talking about this lady? Because Because they were threatened by her. Well, and that's it. And then people are saying like, oh, she's paid off by China or Russia, whatever the hell it It was. It was Russia. It was because Hillary Clinton said she was a Russian. She was Putin's puppet, puppet or something like that. Yeah, it's always Russia. Um, and I'm listening to her where I'm like, you know what? She is not wrong on a majority of things. Like, I was pleasantly surprised at how well I was agreeing with her. Um, and then, obviously, she didn't make it far at all because nobody was freaking talking about her because she wasn't Bernie or Trump or Biden or Pete, you know? She did smack down Kamala Harris on that debate. That one she debate, did, that was and- amazing. And that she needed to take that thunder and roll with it. And unfortunately, they just I don't know if they didn't have the money to put that ad on TV all the time or what. But if we had if that happened, we would have had Tulsi as at least VP at this point. But Uh, that would have been incredible. Would have been awesome. That's it. That's what I got to say about that. Um, So so what else did you want to talk about? um, We mentioned it earlier. Um, You know, obviously you're on the pod um you have a pod right now it's a brand new season with austin space shout out austin space um you guys talk straight baseball i know not much about it so you want to give a spiel about baseball uh spaceball well thanks i appreciate you uh you giving me the opportunity to plug it yeah so this is our second season we started it last year this is austin's brainchild um he wanted to do an all baseball podcast for the network and he asked me to co-host with him and uh so pretty much the way that it works is i come up with um we have three segments in the show. I have the first one is, did I get this right? So I come up with my opinion on a particular baseball topic and Austin tells me whether I'm right or wrong, um, which is a very humbling experience for me because nine times out of 10, he tells me I'm wrong. And then uh, the second segment is uh, nine pitches. So there's fastball, curveball, changeups. Each Each pitch has like a, a particular type of, um, like for example, a fastball is like a straight, like baseball news type of thing. And then like a, yep. a changeup is a, uh, yeah, like a changeup would be a prediction question, and then the, a spitball is just kind of like a just a random whatever off the wall, yeah, yeah, type of baseball question. So that kind of stuff. And then the the final segment, Austin gives um, a fantasy update about his fantasy baseball team, and then whatever I didn't bring up in my questions for him um, in that second segment, he'll, you know, he's got his litany of topics that he just wants to touch on, and then that's the show. So we do it once every two weeks. It's about an hour, hour and. 10 minutes or something like that usually. And uh, yeah, this will be, this will be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of fun this year because last year, obviously we had the shortened baseball season. So this year, um, you know, we've got a full baseball season and you know, it's worth checking out if you have the opportunity. 
I was just thinking we we need to go for a guy's day to like a Yankees game or a Red Sox game this year. Um, I would love that. I would actually really like to go to a NFL game this year. That would be really nice. If well, we if you would like that. to go to an NFL game, I might tell you that the Cowboys are coming to um, to Foxborough this year, and I will be probably attending. So we can oh, do that. Well, well, maybe we can do that then because I've never been, <laughs> I've typical, never been to Foxborough. Ticket prices are me neither, and ticket prices are not going to be awful since that promo or since uh, uh, Brady's Cam gone. Newton's going to be well. I was going to say since Cam Newton's still playing quarterback. Right, so tickets are going to be dirt cheap because the reason I didn't go there two years ago was twofold. One, nosebleed seats were like $400 a ticket. And two, it was December like 22nd and it was going to snow and rain. And I'm like, nope, I'm just going to watch TV. I'm not paying $400 to go drive an hour to Foxborough to go no, die. That's terrible. So, what, yeah, uh, no, when, when are they playing? What month? Oh, we don't know yet. Schedules are finalized. Oh. Um, I just know that the 17th game that they added, Cowboys were going to go to Foxborough this year. So we got that going for us. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was really pumped that we got a 17th game and it was going to be that game. So um, that's what I got to say about that. Now I had something for you. So Good. I know how much you love Fuck Mary Kills. I do. I do. So I got two of them for you. And this <laughs> okay. is how we're going to end this. Um, the first one's a pretty straight shooter. I think I know how you're going to answer this one, but I wanted your opinion. BJ's Costco Sam's Club. Uh, I would marry Costco. I would kill Sam's Club only because I've never been. So, and I would fuck BJ's. You know, is that what you exactly, thought? That's exactly what I thought. I was like, you know what? what? I don't even know if he's been to a Sam's Club. I think there's is, one in Rhode Island. I is think. Sam's Club like I always thought Sam's Club was like a, a, a like a spinoff of Walmart? Is that it's Walmart's true. version? That it, I guess it's, it was before Walmart. It was Sam's Club, and uh, then okay. It was like that where they had, I, I could be wrong, but from what I understand it, Sam's Club was the wholesale version. And then, um, who was it? Sam Walden or whatever, um, took that and then started breaking up the packages and selling them in Walmart as a retail store. And then Walmart became bigger than Sam's Club, but well, Sam's Club is still around clearly. Cool. Um, second one. Oh, would finance. you do the same thing? A hundred percent. Mary okay, Costco. Cool. You get a little BJ on the side and get rid of Sam's. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Um, second one, um, Doge, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. <laughs> Let's so see where you're going long term. I'm going to marry Doge just because if that thing hits, I'm, I'm going to be a millionaire. So I'm going to marry that <laughs> one. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck Bitcoin. Because I have more money in Bitcoin than I do in Ethereum. I think that's how you say that, right? Ethereum. I, I think I don't know. I'm, I, I don't even know if it's like Dodge that. or Doggy or what. So we're yeah, going, so going with it. Um, yeah, no, I have, uh, I, and they're actually the right now anyway. Knock on wood, they're they're kind of going through the roof, which is amazing. Right, that's what made me bring it up because I saw the stocks today, and I'm like, I gotta ask the Valley what he would do about this. Yeah, I mean, I would, I, I, like I said, I would, I would. Probably the, the the correct answer is to probably marry Bitcoin because that's probably your the safest bet out of all three of them. Uh, but no, I I'm putting all my eggs in, in Doge's basket because at the end of the day, if I lose, if you know, if if, if it drops, I'm I'm not going to lose that much money. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, but, See, yeah. you did it. You did this wrong. You did this wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're supposed to kill Bitcoin to tank it. So that way, doggy takes off. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's a You're good. Supposed call. to basically short it, you know, short it, kill it, get be done with it, and everybody oh, so, else. So, so you want to be like all the hedge fund managers who screwed that's over GameStop? Dude, exactly. Dude, okay. if, if GameStop hits hits off, I'm a fucking millionaire. I might be a billionaire. Like who knows? Um, but yeah, you you you, you hedge you hedge Bitcoin, and then everybody else goes to doggy, and you're good to go. You didn't want to talk like, about that. If you. If, if, just think about this. If and I don't know how many shares of Doggy you have, but if Doggy hits over fifteen thousand, fifteen thousand, and if Doggy yeah. hits sixty nine thousand, think about how much money you would have per freaking Doggy. Oh, I know. I'd, I'd go buy an island. Right. You you know, and that's the way I look at it. I'm like, man, if this hits, where am I going to be? Like, people are talking about GameStop hitting ten million dollars a share, and I'm like, no freaking way. But if it does hit ten million dollars a share. I am set and my kids are set and their kids are set for the next 200 years. So have at it. So 10 was, million a share. How the hell is that going to happen? 
And they're talking about that as the floor. They don't even think that's going to be the ceiling. And I'm like, no way. Like, yeah, I have stock in this, but like, is it really going to realistically hit it? Like, probably not. But could it? I don't know. Everybody, like, I'm reading things. And I'm like, this is just confirmation bias. Like, yeah, I want this to be true. But realistically, what are we looking at here? Right. So, well, maybe I'll just buy one share of GameStop just so this way, if it does hit 10 no, million. No, don't I'll do that because dollars. last time I told you to do that, it dropped, it tanked like $50. So don't so buy I'm, GameStop. Okay. <laughs> I won't buy it because clearly I'm bad for it. Um, if it, if but it no, that, hits, I'll give you some money. All right. I'll give you some. I, look, as long as you pay off my student loans, I don't care. Um, that's all <laughs> I need. Just 50K. That's it. Um, that's not much. You're not asking for much. <laughs> uh, but that that was the topic you wanted to talk about, and I completely forgot to ask you. So, what did you want to talk about about GameStop and and all that, all the shortage and all the bullshit with that? Well, like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I don't know, and I, I kind of just alluded to this. I don't know what's going to happen. GameStop. I have no idea. I have less than thirty shares of it, um, and I told you off pod, and I'll tell the viewers here, our listeners, like, I, every time it dropped below a hundred dollars, I bought another share for every day. So mm-hmm. if it was, you know, $106 and it dropped to 99, I was like, fuck it. I'll buy another share. And, uh, I just bought my last share the other day. It was yesterday, the day before, because it went down to like 140 or 130. And I said, that's close enough to hundred right now. I'll buy it. So I bought another one. Um, so I'm, I'm up to like 26, 28 shares, something like that. Um, but if what I'm reading is true and it really is shorter than I do a share recall, they're talking about doing it on 420. And I'm like, man, like that's too convenient. Like 420, like, are we really going to do a weed? Is this really a meme stock? stock? Like, I don't, I don't get it. But if they do on 420, do a share recall and it hits like cool, because from what I'm reading, if it's shorted, you know, a thousand percent, like I'm in really good shape to make some really good money. But I'm also to the point where it's like, you know, I, I invested, uh, you know, it was a uh, 26, um, I've invested what 2,600 bucks in it. If I lose 2,600 bucks, you know, it's a paycheck for me. Like, okay, I lost a whole, a whole paycheck. You know, I worked two weeks and I'll just have to work more in the ER to cover for it, you know, in the long scheme of things. But um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I hope it hits. We'll see. That's what, what, I say. what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to hit or do you think it, 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 are you still like up in the air with it? I look at that guy because I, I I was invested into this and I watched the um, C-SPAN or C-SPAN 2 because it wouldn't even on C-SPAN the um, the congressional inquiry into GameStop shortage and I and I look at the guy um, that has I don't know 100,000 shares into it that he has on call and I'm like if that guy hasn't pulled out and he bought the shares for $12 and it's now at 160 and he still hasn't pulled out. And he doubled down on that and bought another 100,000 100, shares of it. And he has yet to pull out. Then that makes me feel like this guy knows what he's talking about and is probably smarter, smarter than me to know that this thing is going to go through the freaking roof. Um, so if I end up losing money, I lost money. But if it hits and I'm a millionaire overnight, like, instead of drinks with Dan, we'll be having dinner with Dan or something, you know, like, there we go. We'll be going, we'll be going great. So I don't know. I, I want it. I'd like to, to answer your question. Yeah. I want this thing to hit realistically. Is it going to hit? It's probably going to hit somewhere, but like I look at the VW back into 2008 when that got shorted and it got up to like a thousand dollars a share. And I'm like, okay, but people are talking about it being shorted, you know, a hundred times that amount. So I'm like, all right. So, you know, maybe we're at, $10,000 a share. So, you know, that's still great money. Like I'll be set for quite a while if I had $10,000 a share. So I'd be happy with that too. You know, I'll be happy with whatever happens. Um, cause it, it's going to hit somewhere, but I just don't know if it's going to go to Mars as some people are saying, instead of like to the moon. So we'll see. Well, I mean, even if it hits a thousand dollars a share, you're doing quite well for yourself. I mean, yeah. And, and my, my plan is, and I'm, this is not financial advice because I'm not a financial advisor, but um, if it hits a thousand dollars a share, I might sell one or two of my shares just so that way, um, actually it would make sense if I sh- sold like 2.6 of my shares. Um, but Robin, or I got rid of Robin. So Fidelity will want to let you sell three. So I should sell three shares of, of dog or of, um, of GameStop, GameStop. 
um, because then I would make my money back or I'd break even at that point. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, at that point you're playing with house money. Right. So that's what I would do. And I do the same thing at the casino. Like when I hit and I, I win big, I'll start betting big because that it's free money. Like, fuck it. So I'll probably do the same thing. I was like, once, once I have whatever I put into it, put that aside and then I break even no matter what. So that's a, that's, I mean, a smart strategy. That's basically what I'm going to do. Now the thing is like, when I got to figure out what is, and, and I'm not going to try to sell at the peak. I'm going to try to sell on the way down from the peak, you know? So I'm going to wait and see when it peaks and then sell down. Cause my thing is I don't want to sell at $2,000 a share when it's going to hit $10,000 a share, because then I just lost $8,000 per share. You know, I'd rather sell it at, you know, if it hit peaks at 10,000, I sell it at six. Well, that's an extra 4,000 per share that I didn't have that I would have had before. Mm-hmm. So I, you want to sell on the way down, not on the way up. So that is right. my intention as to doing it. Is it going to happen? I don't know. It's, I've been waiting for what, four months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just the icing on the cake is, and I told you this the day we signed up for Robin hood. Um, what was it? Almost a year ago. Now they gave me GameStop for free as my free share. When I took your, um, your, your link to Invite sign up. Me, yeah. Yep. They gave me, and I said, Oh, wow. Thanks. This is worthless. And now look at me. Now, who's the freaking idiot? Well, I'm the idiot. I sold it. <laughs> I sold it and I never bought back into it except for that oh, one you got day it for when free I did too? it in a drink. Yeah, that, that was my free one. Yeah. Oh, I thought like it was just randomly a, like I got because they said like, oh, you can own a share of Apple or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'll sign up for get a free share of Apple. And they gave me GameStop when it was like $4.18 a share. And I'm like, Are you yeah, no, me? my my free uh, because when you sign up, I get a free one. Or no, it was oh. when, I, when I got three people to sign up, I got a free share myself. And so, like, I sent it to you, to Adams, and to somebody else. I don't remember who the other person was. And once you guys signed up and you guys were good to go, I then got a free stock. And my free stock was GameStop, too. And I held on to it for, like, two months. And it just kept dropping. And I was like, this is just – I'm just going to take the $4 and move on. Or the $5, whatever it was. Yep. I'm just going to take the 5 I'm tired of watching this thing just continue to drop. It, it, I can put the $5 into Disney or something else. Like, whatever. Sure. Not a big deal. Um, and damn, do I feel like an idiot. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is worthless. Thanks. And I sold it like immediately and bought, I don't even know what I bought. I probably put it in like, um, uh, probably put it in Disney or something. Um, but yeah. Um, and then just the last thing about Robin hood. Um, I, I told you I jumped shipped about two weeks ago. I think that mm-hmm. they're going to be hurting when they have their IPO coming up soon. Um, I really think that they're going to be really hurting because I saw, I got an email from them that they said, if I came back, they were going to give me three shares. So they're really trying to entice people to come back because they are losing money left and right with people hightailing out of it because of what they did uh, about a month ago with um, GameStop and all of that. So hmm, maybe I should pull out then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means for people who are invested with Robin Hood. Does that mean that we get fucked and we lose our money? If they, I think Robin Hood loses money. I don't think they can touch your money legally. Well, I think that they do touch your money legally, but that's its own podcast that we should probably not go into because I'm not a financial advisor, but we shall see. We shall see. Um, got any last words? Otherwise, let's wrap it up. No, man. Thanks again for having me on. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. No worries. And I appreciate you coming on here talking uh, the difficult subjects that we did today. And maybe someday somebody will either not get a vaccine or get a vaccine because of one of us. So, um, on that note, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Drinks with Dan brought to you by the Sideline Network. As always, check us out on any uh, app that you listen to all your favorite podcasts. Um, check out Ritual and Lala Show, Spaceball, um, and the LaValley Sports Talk podcast. And we'll hope to see you soon. 